continuing the tradition that is Freeform Radio, you are experiencing a program with a future perspective in mind, hearing songwriters and bands from most genres and most locales, with proper segs and news on who's next and where's next, and if you're not careful, you just might learn something. This program operates as a pure public service. My name is Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Calling the meek and the humble, welcome to Blackboard Jungle. So don't you fumble, just be humble.
yes, man. Oh, you run up your mouth, sir. Oh, you can't chat so much. You have to run up your mouth. You can't do DJ. No higher. Well, shut up, make I do I think. Galang, galang, you the pan tap.
Attitude, you 
army of forgotten souls.
army of forgotten souls.
There is so much to be said about the passing of a uh, man who was truly a legend in the world of uh, modern uh, music for the uh, latter half of the 20th century. If you figure there's maybe like, I don't know, some unofficial list of a hundred people that shaped music as we know it, Lee Scratch Perry was unquestionably one of those hundred, I suppose made his mark in the uh, 
60s and he was um, from Jamaica and he around the age of 30 by the time he was 30 he had uh, somehow he found himself in the world of uh, music and hired by a guy uh, Coxon Clementad of uh, Studio One and uh, Lee would have his assist him and then become a talent scout, DJ, store manager, and eventually a recording artist and had a recording called The Chicken Scratch and got his nickname Scratch from that point on. And he didn't necessarily get along with too many people, but uh, he did have a lot of relationships, business and otherwise, and did his own thing, lived and died, I suppose, by his own... Uh, his own example. But it was in 1973 when he built his own studio, the uh, Round Black Ark. He thoroughly experimented with drum machines and the potential that studio equipment could offer. He'd hear all kinds of noises, uh, animal sounds, uh, guns, breaking glass and things, and he of course thoroughly embraced the use of marijuana and that was an uh, essential part of the studio experience and there was a wave of uh, politicized reggae in the mid-70s and Lee was at the forefront of that as well it was a music that was um, that was taken influence of by the Clash leader and uh, Paul McCartney and also before Black Ark Lee had also worked with Bob Marley and the Whalers who incorporated members of Lee's own band, The Upsetters. Their recordings, uh, 50 years old now. Lee would burn down Black Ark in 1983. But he would continue to record. He would win a Grammy in 2003. And he collaborated with the likes of George Clinton, Moby, The Orb, The Sluts, Ari Up, and also The Beastie Boys. He had quite a life, and at the great discovery here that he helped uncover was this, um, I suppose the weapon we would now consider it, the sound of dub made such a big deal, and it grew out of reggae in the 60s, and commonly regarded as a subgenre, though it's developed to extend beyond reggae, with... Uh, the dub being the the idea of taking a recording and then ripping out the uh, drum and bass parts. Something you'd hear what they would call rhythm. And then adding echo, reverb, delays, and dubbing a vocal or instrument snippets from the original version or other works. And dub uh, sometimes would feature electronically generated sound effects or the use of distinctive instruments like the melodica. Lee and also King Tubby and Ruddock and Earl Thompson and others pioneered this level of experimentation. And dub has influenced many genres of music, of course, to this day. Uh, rock, post-punk, pop, hip-hop, disco, and later the likes of house, techno, ambient, and certainly uh, trip-hop. 
and it also became a base for the sounds of jungle, drum and bass, and even dubstep. Also, the verb dub is defined as making a copy of one recording to another. The process used by Jamaican producers when making dubs was to be used previously recorded material, then modify it, then subsequently record to a new master mix, in effect transferring or dubbing the material. And often the tracks were used for toasters, rapping heavily rhymed and alternative lyrics, which were called DJ versions, and in forms of a sound system-based reggae, the performer used a microphone is referred to as the DJ, or in other genres, it might be called the MC, microphone commander, or mic control, and the person choosing the music and operating the turntables called the selecta. And that's where all that started. If you consider one of the big building blocks of hip-hop uh, DJing and rapping, it takes a direct influence from the expression of reggae and also from the use of dub and such. Went through a history of some of the material that uh, Lee Perry had worked with and also the music that took some inspiration as well over the years and just leaving off with some fantastic music by Tricky from a uh, big debut called Max and Quay, which was named for his mom. Tricky had become involved with an eclectic group of DJs and musicians. They were known as the Wild Bunch during the uh, 1980s. And as part of the collective, he would help arrange sound systems around Bristol's club scene. And he performed raps under the stage name derived from Tricky Kid, which was a street gang nickname he was given as a youth. The collective Wild Bunch dissolved in 1989, which led to a few of the members forming the group Massive Attack, with Tricky being a frequent collaborator. He had reworked material he had written for Massive Attack on Max and Quay. And really good, deep stuff we hear on this uh, album. Aftermath. Is a notable recording on this one. I have a very soft spot for world music and the uh, fusion of ancient and uh, modern futuristic sounds all at once. Really enjoy the music of Transglobal Underground, soon called This is the Army of Forgotten Souls. They've been around since the, uh, the 80s. I remember there was that single they had to call Temple Head which was shopped around by various labels before being picked up by Nation Records 1991 somehow in uh, I guess it was 1992 I think it became uh, associated with the Olympics fully taking on world music and world instrumentation over the years of great live performances dramatic costumes and such and still at it, all these years later. We heard this tune called This is the Army of Forgotten Souls from their album Dream of 100 Nations. The album marking the group debut of Natasha Atlas, formerly best known for her work with Chawabbles, Invaders of the Heart, 
speaking of, we hear from that group, and I love this album, Rising Above Bedlam. Wonderful World is the uh, upbeat uh, tune that closes that album. Album opens with uh, John and Sinead O'Connor, the um, big worldwide hit called Visions of You. That's also one that you should know about. I love Ja Wobble. He himself had uh, taken inspiration from uh, reggae and a distinctive uh, bass uh, performance. Of course, Ja was also part of uh, Public Image Limited, led by uh, former Johnny Rotten, John Lydon. When I heard about Lee's passing, I already had a few core tracks that I thought would make a difference with the... Uh, this program that I call Radio Crystal Blue and obviously had to include Dr. Lee PhD from the Beastie Boys Hello Nasty album. They had first teamed up, Lee and the boys did, in 1996 when he opened for them on tour in Japan. Later upon returning to New York, the Beastie Boys and Perry began working on what would eventually be that particular track. And it was during that period of time that the Beasties were extremely interested in reggae and dub music and even on to record an as-yet-of-unreleased 12-track album of dumb instrumentals with Lee Perry's colleague, Matt Professor. Hmm. Earlier in the segment, I did give you Matt Professor along with Lee Perry, something called Jazzy Dub from the album Mystic Warrior and Mystic Warrior Dub. In between that and the Beasties, we heard the Orb, big debut, the Orb's adventures beyond the Ultra World. Hear this very cool tune called Outlands, which contains samples of music that we hear in this opening segment. Now, as for the origin of the Orb, Alex Patterson was a roadie for the post-punk band Killing Joke before eventually leaving in 1986, and he was influenced by the popularity of, of Chicago house music in England during the decade, and began working with another ambient house pioneer, Jimmy Cotty, who had been involved with Killing Joke and their side project Brilliant, along with Alex Patterson's childhood friend Youth. The three also performed chill-out DJ sets in Paul Oakenfold's Land of Oz night in the club Heaven. According to uh, Alex, Quote, we'd build melodies up by overdubbing hmm, and mixing multiple tracks and then take an 8-track or was it a 12-track into heaven, just linking up the three decks, loads of CD players, loads of cassettes. We used to keep it very, very quiet. Never used to play any drums in there. It'd be just like, you know, BBC sound effects, really. Four or five hours playing really early dub reggae. For all mankind, we had white screens so we could put up visuals as well. We had home movies of Ducks in the Park. We'd go for everything. It was all layering on top of each other. And all this led to their releases as The Orb. And this was that first album. And they had some uh, connections with uh, the group KLF and uh, other stuff. And the rest is a very long history that continues to unfold. And uh, I didn't hear anything from the orb 
and their direct work with uh, Lee Scratch Perry. You know, I've aired music from their two albums they did together over the years since the releases. So I need to go back to The Orb's first album. Again, it's titled The Orb's Adventures Beyond the Ultra World, which samples Lee Perry from Blackboard Jungle Dub. And also the tune Hot Tip from Prince Django, another early influence in uh, reggae, and others. And indeed, before Mad Professor and Lee Perry, we hear Prince Django, original tune Hot Tip, and the Upsetters from Blackboard Jungle Dub. Remembering Lee Perry, who passed away recently here on Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman with you here in early September 2021. This program is available to stream, download, and share anytime you want to hear some great music, a good mix of music from many indie and established artists, predominantly emerging and underground artists, signed and unsigned from all across the world and across the world of the internet. Every show is available to you on major podcast platforms like Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Amazon. And of course, there's also the smaller ones as well. They're linked onto the landing page and the homepage of the website. While you're on the website, you can check out the timeline page, which gives you a window into the now nearly 21-year history of this program, giving you about one year for each uh, giving you a page, rather, for each year that the show's been around. I'm very happy to uh been around to tell you the tale and uh, give you all this um, good music that I hope will be a welcome distraction or maybe an enhancement to your day. I guess you pick. Lots of music to get to in this one, as we'll get into some music from a lot of artists who are busy plying their trade and also making some news. I also have two more CD focus segments, one of which is our final first listen through of the CD focus featured album called David Oskinen's Songs in the Pocket, the Philly Special. Got a couple more from that album. And we are about halfway through our first listen of Masalto, a charity compilation from Migrito Industries and Latin Alt Radio 88.5 FM in Los Angeles. All that comes later. Meanwhile, you can reach me via email at dan at radiocrystalblue.net. Twitter is Radio CBLUE. And on uh, Facebook, you can also find me on Instagram. And there's also the uh, Discord server. If you'd like to sign up for the newsletter, you can uh, do so through a link at the homepage, and I think the landing page as well. I've kind of given up on building a uh, proper uh, uh, sign-up form. But, such as it is, it's out there, and I put up video updates after every show is published, and newsletter goes out every 15 days. Might as well get right into it. I've got... Uh, Lots to uh, sift through here and to play, and I 
think we'll start off here in style. As you know, I like to give music to you from artists who are sharing billing, especially with big festivals. And got one festival ahead here in mid-September called Merle Fest. You probably know of that one. It takes place in uh, Wilkesboro, North Carolina, which was founded back in 1988 as in memory of Eddie Merle Watson as a fundraiser for Wilkes Community College and also to celebrate what they term traditional plus music. Doc and Merle had explained it this way, meaning the traditional music of the Appalachian region plus whatever other styles they were in the mood to play. So thoroughly inspired sort of uh, sense of uh, music could be bluegrass and old-time music and you can add in anything else really americana country blues rock and many other styles got music from some of the artists playing at merle fest this year i'll start off with the band that i helped uh, debut many many moons ago going back to the last recorded album i have of them goes back a number of years actually this album titled uh loaded let's see Oh yeah, this goes back to 2008, actually. And... Yeah, let's see. I haven't spun this one in long, long while. This is called Savannah. It is from The Waybacks. Thank you. 
shows all over a curtain film. Cast me deep under your spell And now, now your smile Is the dagger through my heart Oh, Savannah Tell me why did we have to part Chance, but you you slip right through my head, Savannah, a sweet Savannah. Well, you'll want me back someday, and you're gone to be sorry. You let me slip away so far away. Slip away. Darkest place 
away home when gone astray another message from across the way do you believe in magic i do every day is right where you're standing across the way rainbow rides first in storm
Precious ore, make the rivers all run brown with the mills that make the steel. Do they make the blue skies fade away and turn to dusty gray? Make the young men all grow old. Does the summer breeze blow cold? Blow. Run through the clover fields Are the trees and flowers still growing wild? Does a clear river still run by there? Do you still live on our mountainside? Oh, glory. 
other people who say they care are there people who say they try or has our mountain from 
That's Griffin House, Natural Man, from this fine album called Rising Star. Griffin with vocals and guitars, Ian Fitchick on the drums and the keys, Chris Donegan on electric guitar, Paul Moak doing everything else. GriffinHouseMusic.com and Griffin House on the Twitter. Upcoming shows in these locales. September 15th, Spring Lake in Michigan. On the 16th in Chicago. On the 17th in Madison, Wisconsin. September 22nd in San Francisco. On the 23rd in Redding, California. September 24th in the, in the town of Prosser in Washington State. September 25th on Bainbridge Island in Washington, on the 26th in Seattle, September 27th in Portland, Oregon, and October 10th in New York City. Steve Dawson. Another tune from this uh, solid album at the bottom of a canyon in the branches of a tree. We heard She Knew. And Steve essentially doing uh, all the instrumentation on uh, this track. Steve Dawson Music dot com and Steve J Dawson on Twitter. Steve is frontman for a band called Dolly Varden, based around Chicago for a number of years. Sort of a Roots pop sort of a deal. And uh, meanwhile, October 15th, he is at the Old Town School of Folk Music in Chicago, which is a record release show for the band Last Flight Out. After that, December 19th, he's at Space in Evanston, Illinois. Steve with his band, The Lucid Dreams, celebrating the release of this album. Liz Longley. Long Distance is from her album Funeral for My Past. She's on grand piano, acoustic, and vocals on this album. And there's that name, Paul Moak, again. He does a lot of uh, instruments on this album. Fred Eltringham with the drums, Tony Lucido on bass, Chris Donegan with various guitars, strings arranged by Eleanor Denig, Cara Fox on cello, and backing vocals by Liz, by Paul, also Jason Eskridge, and Nikki Conley. L-I-Z-L-O-N-G-L-E-Y. LizLongley.com. Liz Longley on Twitter. As for future shows, she plays McGonagall's Monkey Duck in Houston on September 30th. October 9th, along with Ben Sully at Arts Avenue in Chattanooga, Tennessee. 
October 10th at Eddie's Attic in Decatur, Georgia. October 15th and 16th, she's at the Opelika Songwriters Fest in Opelika, Alabama. October 29th at Godfrey Daniels in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. November 3rd at Hawks and Reed in Greenfield, Mass. November 4th at Tupelo Music Hall in Derry, New Hampshire. November 6th at One Longfellow Square in Portland, Maine. November 7th at the Bull Run Restaurant in Shirley, Mass. November 10th at the Wall Street Theater in Norwalk, Connecticut. November 11th at Rockwood Music Hall in New York City. Lots of other gigs through this year and uh, into next year already announced. Gave me some music from artists playing Merlefest this year and here again from Thomas Aaron Garlow from his Waterfalls album. We heard Gloria. Thomas with um, a couple guitars on this one. Gloria Ayers on vocals. Molly Barrett on fiddle and Jared Carter with a Weissenborn slide guitar. ThomasAaronGarlow.com is T-H-O-M-A-S A-A-R-O-N-G-A-R-L-O-W Also heard a new one from Shiny Ribs. Another track from his soon-to-be-released album Late Night TV Gold. The track is called To Me To You. ShinyRibs.org ShinyRibs on Twitter. He is, of course, Ken Gaines, lead of the Gourds, another band name you should know. Donna the Buffalo. Across the way from their album Dance in the Street. Jeb Perrier and Tara Nevins doing the uh, bulk of instrumentation. Dave McCracken on keys. Kyle Spark on bass and harmonies. And Mark Radabell with uh, drums and harmonies alongside. DonnaTheBuffalo.com Another band name that uh, you should be aware of as well. As for the Waybacks, after many years accepting the fact that they are a jam band, and these days they don't really uh, get together all that often anymore. Maybe once in a great while for a Occasional concert in California where they're based, and um, I think all of the uh, members, outstanding songwriters in their own right, and instrumentalists, multi-instrumentalists in most cases. We heard from this album, Loaded, we heard the track Savannah. Website is waybacks.com. The Waybacks on the Twitter. You can see those four artists at Merlefest running from September 16th through the 21st. Considered one of the premier music festivals in the country. As mentioned, was founded in 1988. Website is merlefest.org and you can also find it on Merlefest on Twitter. This is Radio Crystal Blue here in the early September part of 2021. I'm Dan Herman. Right about now, we'll get to the music of the last bit of the album I haven't uh, gone to yet for 
CD Focus. For David Oskinen's In the Pocket uh, project. Songs in the Pocket, the Philly special, is the second album he's released of uh, material inspired by the great sounds of Philly over the years going back to the 1960s through today. And there's an album release concert coming up at Ardmore Music Hall on September the 25th. If anywhere in the vicinity of Ardmore, you should run, not walk to uh, that concert. It will be fun. I have a um, couple more. The uh, final two songs we haven't heard yet from this album. And here we go. We've got song number 18 on here. As uh, all these songs from both albums, from the uh, Songs in the Pocket series, were recorded between 2013 right up until uh, 2021. We're uh, going to go to song number 18, which was originally recorded by a band called The American Dream in 1970. The uh, self-titled debut, the first ever album produced by somebody named Todd Rundgren. And David says about this song, It's an upbeat anthem by the American Dream. Although it's a catchy sing-along song, I see it as being about the community of hard-working, blue-collar people who stood the test of time. This is Frankfurt L. from David Oskin's Songs in the Pocket. the bridge. Get off at Allegheny if that's where you live. Somerset to Melbourne, Huntington to Berks. Hey. Bike to the ball game and ride it home from work. Church of York and Dolphin, Erie, Tarsdale too. City Hall, the 63rd Spring Garden waits for you. Gerard up to yoga, the zoo to Liberty Bell. Be you Catholic, Jewish, or Margaret and Orthodox. Boom. 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 
I could not resist. You know, I was doing three songs per show when going through the uh, 12, well, really 11 songs on this album. And of course, with uh, two here, I figured I would give you something from the prior album to round out the, uh, the number and giving you the final track from the prior release. David Austin's In the Pocket, Essential Songs of Philadelphia. It's the classic beat-up guitar with Jim Boja at the uh, lead there and also on the guitar there with a fine solo as well. Of course, David with uh, drums leading the whole circus and... Steve Butler on guitar, Matthew Cappy on trumpet, the likes of Jay Davis on sax, Greg Davis on guitar, Rick Defonso on guitar, John Forensic on keys, Rob Hyman adding some vocals and keys in some places, John Lilly on guitar, Fran Smith Jr. on vocals and bass, Wally Smith on keys, TJ Tindall on guitar, William Whitman on bass and vocals across different tracks on this album. Now, see the actual breakdown for this song but uh beat up guitar of course a strong fully favored all these years later now prior to that one we also heard heaven laughs this is song number 20 in the canon heartfelt song originally recorded by the hooters in 1989 this new version Features the vocals of Alexis Cunningham with Steve Butler of Smash Palace on guitar, Philip D'Agostino from Get the Let Out on bass, John Forensic, whose credits include Todd Rundgren on the keys, 
Eric Gorfain, who's worked with Robert Plant and Sam Phillips on violin and viola. Richard Dodd, whose own credits include the Foo Fighters and Johnny Cash on cello. David says about this song, quote, We lost some very close friends this year and wanted to do a song that would honor them. Heaven Laughs has always been a treasure, and it really struck a chord as we mourn the loss and celebrate the lives of those gone too soon. And, of course, Frank Fordell, which is uh, the American Dream cover. Donovan Van Winkle of the American Dream is featured in uh, lead vocals. William Whitman, who's worked with Cindy Lauper, is on bass. Greg Davis from Baru Review on guitar. Wally Smith of Smash Palace and Crosstown Traffic on keys. Charlie Ingway of the Soul Survivors with backing vocals. Doing likewise is Skip Denenberg. Steve Butler, and Cliff Hillis, and special guests from the School of Rock, Jana Attella, Harrison Karsh, Jack Mara, Abigail Paca, Sally Wetherill, and, of course, David Oskinen leading the charge with his drums on all these tracks. The website for the project is songsinthepocket.org. You can also find them on Twitter at Song in the Pocket. My thanks to Dallin Pavey and to uh, David for uh, granting me the opportunity to um, air all this great music of uh, Philly past and present. And um, I won't be in Philly for the uh, big show, but uh, you should if you're in the area. September 25th, the Art War Musical. Ardmore, PA, up there in the main line. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herrin, and uh, got another CD Focus segment coming later on. I mean, we'll go back to the uh, standard rotation. Got a lot of blues in this one for you. Get you something here from folks that are uh, sharing billing. Looks like doing so at the Lawndale Blues Festival in uh, Lawndale, California on September 11th. Also, September 24th at the Kern River Rock and Blues Fest in Kernville, California. Let me get back to my favorite track from this album titled My Obsession. It's called It's a Damn Shame. This is the Sherry Porto Band.
about his nature Won't let me treat you right Well, that is nature Won't let me treat you right I'm out looking On the other side You know I love you I'm just looking, I'm losing my sight.
twisting, you're gonna get yourself hurt. All right, Tony Holiday. And I'm the guilty guy Baby, that's right Damn, this is my middle name Every day I have my 15 minutes of play Where there's rain or lightning I'm the eye of the storm. Yeah, you just don't fear, and your money gone missing. I heard it all before. It ain't right. But it's always the same. Every day, I have my 15 minutes of play. Thank you. 
because of me. I'm the crack in your mirror, the cork in your wine. Damn, woman, let me be. I try to reason. But it's all in vain. Every day, I have my 15 minutes of play. Ooh. 
gonna tell you a story. I went up to Ohio not too long ago, up to the Columbus Zoo. And you know, I maybe did a little bit of drugs, you know, nothing too serious, a little green stuff. And I thought it'd be fun, you know, but it was the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. I've seen all those, you know, cheetahs run around, you know, in cages. Man, my bathroom's bigger than that, you know, so I think that's worthy of singing some blues. So imagine I'm a hippo. So I sit here, baby. Lord, and it's low, 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 some caves. Yeah. I sit here, baby. Lord, and it's low, 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 some caves.
That's any nine volts. A little talking blues there called Columbus Zoo Blues. <laughs> From the recent release, Little Black Flies. Eddie9v.com is the website. That's Eddie and the number nine, letter V. Eddie9v on Twitter alongside. Eddie9v also a. Uh, in conjunction with the band Preacher Van. You can see uh, Eddie and Company on these dates. September 16th in Decatur, Georgia. On the 18th in Green Bay, Wisconsin. September 19th in uh, Berwyn, Illinois. September 20th in Minneapolis. On the 21st in Kansas City, Missouri. September 22nd in Omaha, Nebraska. On the 24th in Mantino, Illinois. To September 25th and 26th at the Berwyn Blues Fest. October 1st at the Albino Skunk Festival. <laughs> That's in Greer, South Carolina. October 2nd in Boone, North Carolina. October 3rd in Mills River, North Carolina. Or I should say at, not in. That would be kind of weird. Hmm? October 10th in Memphis. October 21st in Tallahassee. October 22nd in St. Augustine. October 23rd in Bradenton, Florida. October 24th, Tampa, Florida, opening for Tommy Castro. And a few dates opening for Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band. November 16th in Raleigh, North Carolina. November 17th in Washington, D.C. November 26th in St. Louis. And that's just the tip of that iceberg. And I understand that uh, Preacher Van is going to release a new single on September the 21st. Hopefully that'll see the light of day here on this program. Meanwhile, I promise you some blues and delivered with the... Uh, start off way back with the Shari Porto band, but uh, left off with any 9 volts. See what we had here in reverse. Patty Reese, radio song from her album Let in the Sun... PattyReese.com, P-A-T-T-Y-R-E-E-S-E, same spelling on Twitter. September 14th, she is at Silo Falls in Brookville, Maryland. September 16th at the Western Market in Washington, D.C., along with Dave Chapel. September 19th at the Vanish Brewery in Leesburg, Virginia. Back at Silo Falls on September 21st. On the 25th at the Cox Farms Fall Festival. That's in Centerville, Virginia. Let's see what else is here. September 28th at Silo Falls. October 2nd at Parallel 
Wine and Whiskey Bar in Ashburn in Virginia. Debbie Bond, Blue Rain, from her really good album, Blues Without Borders. DebbieBond.com, D-E-B-B-I-E-B-O-N-D.com. Debbie Bond Blues on Twitter. She had a show September 16th. That's been postponed. On the 17th, they're at the Lookout Rooftop Bar in the Indigo Hotel in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. September 26th, the Daniel Day Gallery in Birmingham, Alabama. September 28th, as a show in the UK. Uh, no, pardon me. That show actually was postponed. October 1st, actually, she stays uh, stateside at the Barn Shindig, somewhere in Northport, Alabama. October 8th, Blues Tavern of Mobile, Alabama. October 23rd, appearing in the Politically Incorrect Cabaret in uh, Birmingham. November 3rd, at that same cabaret in uh, New Orleans. November 27th, Pepper Place Market, back in uh, Birmingham. Altered 5 Blues Band have resurfaced with a new album called uh, Holler If You Hear Me. Picked out this tune called 15 Minutes of Blame. <laughs> this is their fifth studio album. They've performed at many renowned festivals stateside as well as in Germany. They are Jeff Taylor on lead vocals, Jeff Schradel on guitar, Mark Salveson on bass, Raymond Tevich on keys, and Alan Arbor with the drums. Good swaggering barrel house music and funky as much as it is bluesy. Good stuff. This album was released on Blind Pig Records on September the 3rd, recorded over five days in Nashville, produced by three-time Grammy winner Tom Hambridge. Let's see where you can see them next. September 11th, they're part of Summerfest, a very large festival in Milwaukee. September 18th, the Best Damn Blues Fest in Thienesville, Wisconsin. October 2nd at the Gibson Music Hall in Appleton, Wisconsin. October 9th at Shank Hall in Milwaukee. October 22nd at the Brower House in Lombard, Illinois. October 23rd, Blue Stage Jams in Napoleon, Michigan. November 10th at La Traverse in Cléon in France. November 13th at Lorient in the town of Tremblay en France. In France, of course. Website is altered5.com. That's altered and the word five. On Twitter at the letter A, the number five, Blues Band. Prior to this band, we heard from Tony Holiday, who uh, has made a couple albums now, basically doing Porch Sessions, and this is uh, Porch Session Volume 2. Track from those set of recordings called Bad Bad Girl, featuring Johnny Bergen. 
TonyHolidayMusic.com, Tony Holiday Harp on Twitter. Tony quoted for his website says, Alan Lomax was a big inspiration of mine. I grew up on bluegrass music. I grew up with a lot of porch pickers. When I heard that story of Buddy Guy taking a piece of wire out of a screen door and nailing it to the porch and plucking on it, that was his first little idea to play music. And I realized, wow, the blues is really back on the porch too. The porch is kind of the place where families used to go to cool off at the end of the day, get to know each other, play music together. End quote. Not long before the pandemic brought everything to a crunching halt, Tony visited a cross-section of this network of blues friends and made the exciting recordings showcase on this album his new All-Star CD on Blue Heart Records. He says the following about his prior effort. He says, The first volume, I was on most of the tracks. This one, I didn't see the importance of me playing on every track. I've just been traveling around the country the last five years or so, recording bluesmen and women on their porches. It didn't end with the first volume. It just had more life in it. The project had more life, so we kept going. End quote. I didn't start playing the harmonica until I was 29, he says further. I was washing dishes in a barbecue joint, and I really wasn't playing live. This was when I was about 25. John Nemeth came through town. I never heard, well, I've seen his pictures around. Anyway, I'm just remembering the sound coming through, and I'm a butcher over there at the barbecue shop, so my apron has blood on it. I'm not really supposed to come out into the area where they're playing music, but I couldn't help it. So I kind of walked down the hall and peeked my head around the corner to see what that sound was. And it was him playing the harmonica. You know, I sold my guitar the next day. I've never played it since. <laughs> and uh, Tony was moved to moved to Memphis in uh, 2018 and the rest is history Let's see what he's got going on here September 11th he is at Balloons in Ellicottville, New York September 12th at Sportsman's Tavern in Buffalo September 13th at Fanatics in Lima, New York September 21st he's in Macedonia for the Cotton Blues Fest Lots more details about him at the website. Another new album, Teresa James and the Rhythm Tramps. Wish It Into the Cornfield is the name of that one, featuring Anson Funderburg. It's from this uh, new album of theirs called Rose Colored Glasses, Volume 1. TeresaJames.com And they go back, this band does anyway, back to... 1998, when they released their uh, debut album, the band consists of world-class players that have toured or recorded with the likes of Eric Burton and the Animals, Bonnie Raitt, Delbert McClinton, Jimmy Reed, Lightning Hopkins, Jimmy Vaughn, Johnny Nash, Smokey Robinson, Tom Jones, Tower of Power, and more. As for Teresa herself, she was a featured act on Delbert's Sandy Beaches cruise for more than 20 years. She's done recordings with the likes of Walter Trout, Eric Burden, Spencer Davis, Tommy Castro, Stephen Bruton, Randy Newman, 
Leroy Parnell, Neil Diamond, and others. Regarding her uh, background, she says, quote, There was always music playing in my house. My dad was a huge music fan. He had all kinds of musical interests, so I was exposed to a lot of different kinds of music. I studied classical music until I was about a sophomore in high school. When I was like eight or so, my dad taught me how to play guitar. As for this album, this is the band's 12th. As I mentioned, Anson Funderburg is featured on this one. And Teresa says about the new album, quote, This is kind of bringing a little bit more into soul. But to me, blues is more of a state of mind. It's where you're coming from. It's the attitude and the heart that you bring to it. TeresaJames.com for uh, more information about this album. Kelly's Lot, Nature, from their album Where and When. Website is kellyslot.com, K-E-L-L-Y-S-L-O-T. Kelly's Lot's tweet on Twitter. As I mentioned, they're sharing billing soon with the Sherry Porto Band. It's a damn shame. From their album, My Obsession. SherryPorto.com is S-H-A-R-I-P-U-O-R-T-O dot com. Same spelling on Twitter. Performing September 11th, the Lawndale Blues Festival, Lawndale, California. And on the 12th, pardon me, not the 12th, the uh, 24th. Kern River Rock and Blues Festival in Kernville in California. 